Hello, everyone, and thanks so much for tuning in to Help for HD Live. This show is made possible because of a grant from Teva Pharmaceuticals, Neurocrine Biosciences, and the Griffin Foundation. I'm your host, Lauren Holder, and I've got Seth and BJ on with me today. Um, we are going to be talking about some really exciting news um, coming out of our hashtag Accelerate HD movement um, as we, um, you know, have have a special meeting coming up and the fact that um, HDSA convention is coming up, which is really exciting. It's in person and we're finally gonna get to see each other um, when we haven't been able to see each other, well, for me, for years. So I'm really excited. Thank you so much for joining me today, Seth and BJ. Yeah, thanks for having us, Lauren. Always good to chat. Looking forward to, uh, looking forward to talking more today. So let's start off BJ with, you put up a post um, recently, a blog post on, you've got a, a column on um, HuntingtonsDiseaseNews.com, and you just put up a really special blog post that also announced some really big news, um, specifically for the pre-symptomatic um, group, subset, however you want to word it, community, HD community. Um, and so I was wondering if you could talk about that a little bit. Yeah, happy to. And Seth, I'm going to kick it over to you, maybe to give you uh, the process of what went into it. But, you know, we started these conversations, you know, Seth, Lauren, uh, the two of you and myself, probably over a year ago. You know, what can we do to accelerate treatments for people uh, who don't yet have symptoms? And, and we didn't have any answers. We were talking to a lot of folks and, you know, a lot of people recommended, hey, you got to get to the FDA. They got to hear your opinion. They got to hear the thoughts, not just of the three of you, but but of this you know, subset of people who make up the HD community, which is you know, individuals who know they will one day get HD because they've, they've got genetic testing or you know, those at risk who have a 50% chance of one day getting HD. And um, you know, Seth and I got it in some digging and, and Seth, I may pass it over to you just to share, you know, the, the journey we've come on over the last, you know, eight months of reaching out to the FDA with some of the tools they have and where we're at today and, um, you know, what's planned for the next couple months. Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, as, as you mentioned, we're kind of trying to figure out where this bottleneck uh, was within this whole process of you know, the, the waiting period for those of us that have tested positive, aren't showing symptoms, aren't considered clinically diagnosed, and how can we get into studies? And what we've learned with the FDA was the concept of like risk benefit, right? Like what's your risk tolerance to participate in a study? Uh, knowing, you know, yeah, it could benefit you, but there's also a chance that it could cause a potential side effect. And, you know, for what BJ and I have been trying to do is, put together kind of like a list or a list of stakeholders we've been speaking with and understanding what we need to do to, to change the way we look at HD. Um, we know that there's data through a lot of these observational studies and even some of the, um, you know, clinical trials that have happened that shows, you know, changes happening in the brain years prior to clinical onset, right? Years prior to going to a doctor. And, you know, if you're, I'll speak for myself, but you know, because I'm not considered sick yet, right? I'm not necessarily going to a doctor right now unless I'm in like enroll HD, which I am. So I'll see them once a year and check in. But other than that, I don't have a need to. So how can we show these changes happening through, um, 
data we've already collected and through current observational studies, such as enroll and, and prevent and HD clarity and all the other ones happening to prove that, hey, we don't want to wait. Um, there are changes happening in the brain. And to kind of sum it all up, you know, that's where BJ and I were like, hey, let's go speak to the FDA about this. Let's go see what we need to do to help them understand the patient perspective, right? Because, you know, they might be hearing from these pharmaceutical companies about the challenges and that's great, but they need to hear from the patients themselves of, hey, this is what we need to do to get things done. So we submitted a, you know, FDA patient listening session, which entails, um, you know, having patients share their stories, also share kind of their perspectives. And we got accepted to, um, you know, speak to them uh, on July 25th. It is a closed doors thing. We're going to have a note taker. So that will be public. But the big thing that we're excited for is that we were told by the FDA that they've never heard from like a pre-symptomatic group. And so having that opportunity, I think is very exciting. Uh, having the opportunity to then also share this knowledge and information with other stakeholders in the HD space, researchers, clinicians, neurologists, patients, caregivers, nonprofits, pharma, right? You name it. And making sure that they're aware of this, but then also kind of going over what is that risk benefit tolerance? That's kind of what the FDA wants to know. So BJ and I are, again, are doing our best. We're not market research experts. We're putting together a survey for the uh, community, uh, specifically for pre-symptomatic to really ask them, you know, what are they, what are they willing to kind of risk to participate in a study? And are they willing to participate in a study now versus waiting until later on? And so we're excited to kind of gather some of that information uh, gather that of like, hey, you know, the urgency of it, right? Because I would imagine, again, speaking for myself, uh, that no, I don't want to wait uh, for me to be sick in order to participate in a study because that's too late. So how do we kind of uh, change the way we look at that and even making it so that there's a, a subgroup, uh, as Lauren mentioned, right? The subgroup of, of pre-symptomatic patients involved in some of these studies to really, you know, make a difference. But Lauren, BJ, thoughts on, on all that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're, you are absolutely right. Um, I feel the same way in that it's not even I don't want to wait. It's that I can't wait, right? Like, <clears throat> I have kids and I want to, as I told somebody yesterday, um, I want to be there for my kids in a capacity where I can participate. Um, I want to have a quality of life with them and I want to live with HD instead of this mindset of dying from it. And so this is our opportunity um, to, to really speak out about that and, and to give a voice to the pre-symptomatic subgroup of the HD community. And I am so excited about it. Um, and, and I think it's going to be amazing. Uh, so, so, uh, I don't know, BJ, if you're still there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was just going to say, I think it's just the importance of the next couple months. So the session, I, I forget if we outlined it, it's July 25th. And, you know, it's a closed session where uh, seven people will have the ability to share their story with the FDA. But um, what we're looking for is we know that this community is bigger than seven people's individual stories. So that's where Seth has mentioned this 
survey that's going to go live hopefully in the next couple of weeks that we want really everyone uh, in the United States, because that's where the FDA regulates over, to provide their feedback and to think hard and to think a little differently. Um, it's going to be some challenging questions, but we think the challenging questions and getting other people's opinions and taking it to this meeting is going to be even more impactful. So, uh, you know, keep an eye out on social media or from the HD advocacy groups or Seth, myself, or Lauren's, you know, um, social media handles and, and take that survey. If you are in this uh, category of you've genetically tested and you know, you'll one day get HD, uh, or you're still at risk and you're not sure yet. Um, because having everyone's feedback is going to help us provide more powerful stories, but it's also just, uh, it's going to make it much more than seven people speaking. It's, it's, this is all about the community and being collaborative and we need everyone's, you know, opinion to, to make a difference. Yeah. And, and as Seth mentioned, like this, this is the first time FDA is hearing from pre-symptomatic. Um, and so we are really, we're, we're making history. So it's even more important as far as the survey to make sure that um, we get as many people as possible to participate because as BJ just said, it's not just seven of, of us talking. It's going to be all about that survey and the numbers that um, show that, that we are a large group of people who are interested in participating um, and willing to take on the risk. So I'm very excited about that. Um, Guys, what are you looking for as far as a timeline and it coming out? Is it, you know, in the next month? Great question. And I, I also just preface that, like, you know, this is a stepping stone. Again, we're, BJ and I are kind of taking off our other HC-related work hats to be like community advocates for this so that we can show that collaboration and that, that need for working together. Uh, so, like, again, we're not experts in this. We're hoping, though, that, you know, someone else will kind of carry that on to dive deeper into some of these unmet needs, dive deeper into what we gather, things like that. Um, but for timeline, you know, hope, hopefully getting the, the survey officially approved uh, right before convention. I know HSA convention, I think, starts on the 8th. Uh, I believe that's the case. Let's see. Then I nope, that's why I'm flying in the 10th. But the day before is, you know, uh, HSA's NYA day. Um, so I always count that one as well. But oh, yeah. we're hoping to have it out out before then um, so that it's ready to go so that people can help support it. We will say it is US based only um, just because of just kind of some of the restrictions on getting the survey approved. But you know, we, again, we hope it's a, a, a starting point to capture this information and, and then provide it to all the other stakeholders of saying, here's what we've learned, but this is what we need to do next to make this happen. Um, and then also just thinking about the speakers, right? It's, I think we're, you know, we were trying to figure out not just those who have tested positive, but like understand those that have perhaps tested negative or those that are still at risk um, or those that are looking um have like a different perspective on you know hd from how they learned about it right and i think that's what's important here is that we're having speakers that have these different backgrounds and perspectives that we can kind of come together to share all the ins and outs of it but really sharing our stories of understanding again that we don't want to wait we don't want to wait until later on we want to find something now 
or at least have the chance to participate and give us the, the option to participate. I think that's the big thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let it be our choice. Um, you mentioned convention, which is coming up couple weeks. Very exciting. It's in it's HDSA convention um, in Atlanta. Um, and it is in person this year, which is very exciting. Um, and the exciting thing for us too, is that we will be doing a live show from there um, with hopefully us. And I'd love to have, if they're there, the other um, people who will be speaking at the um, listening session. Yeah, yeah, we can. Uh figure out who's going and, and see if we can do a little bit of a, a live session to share an update and, and kind of give everyone what, you know, the latest and greatest about convention. I think it's awesome that it is in person and it's been about, you know, two years. And so I think the big thing is just also taking away of like, you know, people getting a chance to see each other again, right after that kind of two year hiatus, I will say, I mean, you know, the virtual things I think are important for accessibility reasons. But I think, um, you know, giving people again that option to, to go in person again um, in a safe capacity, I think is, is important. So I'm looking forward to it. You know, I'm excited to uh, to get out there and, uh, you know, maybe maybe we'll see BJ give someone a hug one of these days. Right. <laughs> Only messing with you, BJ. Only messing with you. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, I'm definitely excited. I think that it's going to be a really healing thing um, because I think the connection of being in person is so, so very important. Um, and I've really noticed that recently um, and just getting to go and be in person in, in these groups in North Carolina that I wouldn't have been able to before. Um, and just being able to sit down and talk with somebody um, face to face, it, it means a lot. Um, so yes, I think it's going to be a very healing thing. Absolutely. So, and I'll say, um, I'll, I'll just say, I don't know when HSA's registration closes, but for anyone out there who might be listening, who's never gone to an HSA convention or, or any, you know, HD conference, whether it's HSA or help for HD or HDO, um, you know, this is a great chance. It's, it's can be tough to step out of your comfort zone and go to a conference that, is about this disease in your family and that's weird and you don't want to talk about it. But, um, you know, Seth, Lauren and I, we've all been going for, I don't know, 10, 20 years. And, uh, you know, it's a place where you, you just meet good quality human beings, good people. Yes. We have this HD thing in common, but, um, it's, it's a really valuable experience and there's people to, to help you through maybe the downtimes and there's people to, uh, you know, enjoy the good times with. And, uh, it's, it's, um, if you haven't given it a shot, uh, check it out, register. I think it's a couple of days left to register and uh, look forward to seeing you in Atlanta. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I echo that. It, I can't even remember how many I've been to now, but I can tell you that my first one was life-changing. Um, it was right after I had tested and to be there and you know you have the sessions where you're learning and sometimes that feels overwhelming but to the support part of it and you know the night of the gala and um, just seeing all of these people together who are connected because of this disease and they're having fun and 
you know, they're living and they're dancing and it doesn't matter if they have symptoms, it doesn't matter to anybody else. You are all in the same boat because you're all dealing with the disease and you can be yourself completely 100%. Um, if you have a concern, you can voice it. You wanna cry, somebody's gonna be there right beside you to, to encourage you. So um, it was amazing for me and it was life-changing and really life-saving. Um, for me. So I highly recommend going. Um, if you have not made up your mind yet, if you are worried about the financial side of it, you can also reach out to HDSA. I know they did have some scholarships. I don't know what the deadline is um, for their scholarship, but I would definitely reach out to them if it is something that you are interested in doing. Yeah. I mean, I'll just I say this as a, as a fun, as a fun fact, um, Lauren, I met you in Raleigh. That was the first time oh, we ever met. God. Specifically, remember that um, <laughs> I was with I was with Matt Ellison. Um, that was his first convention. That was probably in 2010. Yeah. And then Seth, you and I met at the Minneapolis convention in 2011, where somebody is like, "Hey, you know, he does a." he does a fundraiser and he does a fundraiser. And, you know, I specifically, we didn't meet until the Saturday night where convention was already over Seth. But uh, anyway, very vividly remember meeting both of you at, at conventions uh, over 10 years ago. Yeah. It was, I think it was after you, you, you got that award. Right. And I was like, Oh, I don't know if I can go up to this guy. Like this guy's like a big deal. <laughs> I, I don't know. Whatever it was. I don't have it still. <laughs> I mean, to me, you guys have always been a big deal. Um, so yeah, but now I now I can definitely feel my age. Um, 2010, my God, the Raleigh one. Um, my dad was actually at that one. Um, that was the first convention my dad ever went to. So, huh. and I had been to ones before that. My first one was Oklahoma City. To give you an idea, so mm. like okay. 2000 and. Six or seven. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my first one was 2011 in Minneapolis. So it's uh, trying to catch up to you guys, but sometimes it's tough. But I, I mean, I would just echo what you know BJ mentioned. Like, if it's your first time going, like, take it all in. It's it, it can be a lot. You know, it can be overwhelming. Um, that's okay. You know, I think it's happened to all of us. Um, but I think you know, every time I leave, I, I get. This, this energy because I'm like all right there's other people dealing with this I'm not alone but then I'm like what can I do to help and you know there's no one size fits all I think that's the important thing to remember like you don't have to go you know raise a million dollars you know if you want to go blog about it or tell one new person about it that's awesome right if you want to you know get involved with like an observational study or something else that's awesome if you were like hey I just need to take some time for myself that's cool too but I think it's just knowing that there are options out there and that there are resources and support. Uh, and so I always encourage people like, don't hesitate to reach out to people like ourselves for that. Uh, if you have questions, if you have thoughts, if you're in trying to find ways to get involved, there's so many ways to do it. And so just know that if someone else does it differently, that's okay. But just kind of take it all in, enjoy it and just get a chance to, to meet all these awesome people. Yeah, absolutely. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to um, hanging with you guys and doing a live show um, and, you know, just seeing everybody else. Hopefully more people from the listening session will be there. I think Gia 
um, is planning on being there. So we'll get her involved in our live show too. try to try to get her story on here as well. Um, and I think it's going to be really great. Um, do you guys have any final thoughts before we sign off for today? Uh, same final thought. I feel like I say after all these shows is, um, you know, if you have an opinion or a thought on what we talked about, you know, we're, we're trying to figure this out ourselves, but we're always open to, to questions or comments or ideas from others. So, um, if you want more on the FDA session or you have ideas for how we could be approaching this over the next couple of weeks, um, feel free to reach out and you know, look forward to hearing from you. Seth is doing a thumbs up. <laughs> so he, that's his uh, ditto right there. But um, thank you guys so much for, for joining me today um, and for talking about this. Again, I'm so excited about this listening session, this really historical moment for us. It kind of reminds me of, of participating in the HD CAB meeting, the first one that I participated in. And, um, and, you know, we were on with PTC and now we've done one with Novartis. And um, it's just really cool to get like, these these groups talking about HD to pharmaceutical companies to the FDA. So um, it's going to be really great. We're going to see a lot of really good things come out of this, I think. Um, and I really appreciate you guys so much. Absolutely. We're, we're excited. Awesome. And Thanks, Lauren. We'll see, we'll, we'll see you in Atlanta. Yeah. So everybody listening, take care. Uh, you know, make sure to turn in, tune in to our show. Um, which will be, I believe that Thursday, which is the ninth. Um, and we will be doing it in the morning. Um, the time is to be determined. Um, and we do have um, some really good shows coming up in June too, because of it being Alzheimer's and Brain Awareness Month. So I am trying to get some really good um, speakers finalized for that. Um, and we have a show coming up, coming up from a family member um, that is a, you know, that this is HD push that we were doing during HD Awareness Month. Um, I'm going to have her come on and share her story um, and, and photos of, you know, what her HD journey is um, as a caregiver and um, what her loved one is going through. It's really powerful. So um, you can look forward to that in June as well. And until next time, take care and love you guys. See you.